The Cubs are going to have a lot of competition on the free agent and trade markets. We talk about it. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening or watching every day on your preferred audio platform or YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode, to lead off another week, is presented by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. As the offseason begins to pick up, entering the last part of November, and only two weeks away, two weeks from today, Sam, from the winter meetings, it is clear that the Cubs have company in the free agent and trade markets. I still feel good about the Cubs' place in all this, Sam, but there is certainly firm competition for all these players. Yeah, and I know you're going to roll your eyes at this, but before I get into the show, I I, I do just want to to just give a shout out, you know, to to the group of people we spent with uh, on Saturday. Yeah. You, you have a my tremendous... bachelor party. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to. You know. Uh, great bachelor party, great group of guys. You could always tell because I, you know, you and I are very close friends, but I really hadn't met a lot of right. your friends. Um, just a great group of guys. You always could tell people by who their friends are. Really enjoyed it. Shout out Pat Hauk. I mean, what a guy he is, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's politis, the real deal. politis traveling, Travis. Sam, I uh, beautiful I'm evening. It, this is gratitude week because uh, Thanksgiving is Thursday. Yeah. A little bit of a sub theme on the show. Your dad had dinner with us, which was nice. Yeah, I appreciate your friendship all of these years. Yeah, um, you know we're I, I feel we're lifelong friends at this point, and I might start putting that in the intro. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was it was just. I really appreciate good. you being there. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Really, it was a really nice group of guys. I enjoyed myself. Um, as far as this baseball team's concerned, and I and 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 please, you know. Nothing. I don't want any of the other stuff about what happened today. Right. Look, guys, it's real serious. Okay. The oh wow. The the football team. I had two really flat cokes yesterday. Yeah, um, oh my gosh. The 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 football team or the baseball team has some very serious competition. And it comes from the Los Angeles Dodgers mainly. And I I, I tweeted that out. I like to always I always tweet something a little bit before the show, like the morning of, just to gauge the market research. Yeah, yeah, just to gauge the temperature on people. And a lot of people's response was really fascinating to me. They're like, who cares about the Dodgers? Their window's closing. They've had their chance. And it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me because guys, no, they they have the let me tell you something. It's about winning championships. But as Theo Epstein used to say, in order to win a championship, you have to be there every year. And the Dodgers right. are the captain of that field. And they have that three-headed monster that the Cubs are trying to get to. What's that three-headed monster? Money, money, farm system, player development. 
they check all those boxes and they're at the top of all three. So their, their window is going to continue to be open. When the Cubs get really good again, and we're hoping it's this year, their main competition is going to be the team in LA and the team from Atlanta. And you're going to be competing with them for Otani. You're going to be competing with them for, for trades of certain guys because people don't realize this. The Dodgers have a very good farm system too. It might not be as good as the Cubs, but it's not far behind. And they could spend a limitless amount of dollars. So it's not surprising that the Otani sweepstakes, according to a lot of people, are down to two, Dodgers and Cubs. It's not surprising that the Dodgers are interested in trading for Dylan C's and trading for this guy and trading Burns. for this guy. Because that's who the Dodgers are. And is it annoying? Absolutely. It is. Because right. their their offseason should be about one thing. How in the heck are we going to figure out a way to win in October? But they don't look at it like that. They just keep adding the assets. So, you know, we're going to be competing with the very best of these guys. And as I told somebody on the phone this morning, you, you have to kind of just hope that Ota it's really kind of going to be up to Otani. If he truly wants to be in Chicago, if he truly wants that Midwest diehard fan vibe, that's what's gonna that's gonna be the end all be all. Because if it just comes down to dollars, it's gonna be really hard to outbid the Dodgers. Yeah, and I think for Wednesday, what I would like to do and to bring the the listeners into this would be to to give reasons, you know, why why should Otani pick the Cubs over the Dodgers, baseball or otherwise? I think that'd be really interesting to read some tweets read some comments um and, and i'd like to do that as we enter the the rest of the week as we only have three episodes this week today tuesday and wednesday it's interesting because i think right now the market for pitchers sam is a full house yeah. you have burns and cease on the trade market maybe shane bieber then you have yamamoto gray and montgomery in the free agent market right and you had nola Yep. But on Sunday, he signed an early deal with the Phillies. That was a priority for him as a, as a human. And he took less money, seven yep. for 172. And there's already fallout from that. Good not, for him. Not, not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers want to make a deal with the Sox for Cease. Uh, Morosi says the Braves are the favorites for Gray. Uh the, the Rangers and Red Sox are, are the most active on Montgomery. So there's a lot going on here. Right. Um, and I think the pitching market is not only firm, but it is a fierce market. What's unique then is the top two offensive free agent. I, I, I think they're actually small. Oh, I, I firmly believe that Otani, it's Dodgers and Cubs. I'm, I'm listening to what I'm being told. I think the Giants are on the periphery. And for Bellinger, it's Giants and Yankees with with the Cubs on on the periphery. So, I agree. The dominoes are starting to fall, and uh, the Cubs have have it cut out for themselves. And that's it. Goes kind of what I was saying last week about why I could see the Cubs going the the volume over quality route when it comes to pitching. I understand because, that more now for sure. Yeah, because there's just not a lot, right? Like yeah. Montgomery, the, the Cubs are not in. It sounds like on Montgomery. No, Nola's now gone. I don't think they're they're having. I haven't been heard them on Gray or Gray. The the only guy they're really connected to, at least you know, amongst a handful of teams, is Yamamoto and. That seems unlikely if you're going to get Otani because now you're talking about maybe seven, eight hundred million dollars worth of player there. Seems like um, Mets Yankees for Yamamoto. Yeah. So 
you know, it's I think the the offseason is start, you know, you, you start to paint the picture and go, fine, give me Otani, re-sign Bellinger, and then add two or three really yeah. respectable arms. And and then you feel good about it because you know you're focusing on that depth side of it. And maybe Cade Horton takes a leap. Yep. Um, and, and then of course your plan B, if you don't get Otani, is okay, now you got to dive into the farm and maybe trade for a Soto or trade for Alonzo. I mean, it's starting to clear up a little bit as to what possibly is gonna bit. happen. It's just Competing with the Dodgers is hard, and they are when they want something, they usually get something. And I just, man, look, the pitching stuff. I'm not as concerned about. I'm concerned about it, but when it comes to the Dodgers, I mean, I know you're not watching this show, hey, (laughs) and I know, I know you're not watching this. Jed is though. We'll talk about just Cubs employees are. Don't stay in LA, man. It's it's LA with all due respect to my my awesome cousin Scott. Scott, yeah. Wait. A LA second. stinks. Oh, okay. Wow. Don't they don't care about sports. Come here. You will be treated the way you are supposed to be treated, which is like a superstar. We're not gonna go, oh wait, Otani's up. Ah, never mind. Lakers are down seven in the fourth. Uh, uh you know, give <laughs> us a chance. Okay, come to the Midwest. I know the weather stinks. Well, for a cup for a m- first month of the year. I know, but but it's just I'm sorry, and I I know that it's sounds, the best in the planet. I know Maybe it sounds September. It's the best here. I know it sounds meatbally. It's just different here. Yeah, the, the the Dodgers. It's just enough, enough already. You got Freeman. You got Betts. You've got the best pitcher of the generation uh, for in his prime. You got all these guys, and, and you don't win. You figure that out on your own. You don't have to just keep getting the best guy. It's like when the Warriors got Durant. Yeah. It's just like enough already for Durant. Enough already by the Warriors. Go do something different, okay? I love Kevin Durant. Phenomenal player. I love Shohei. Phenomenal player. But go somewhere where you could – create something and totally. be a fiber of a being enough with the Dodgers enough. I actually think that's a relevant point. Does he want to join two established stars? He want does he want to make his own street? Does he want to make his own bet? You know, because they, they already have two established stars. It's cut and dry. Betts and Freeman top of the sport. If you sign with the Cubs, you are, could we say this? He's instantly the most talented player of all time in the Cub uniform? Sure, of course. So much buzz. And you know what would be a huge twist to this that I thought about today? If he, if he, if he signs with the Royals? If he signs before the winter meetings. Oh. And then the Cubs with Otani entering the winter meetings right. two weeks from today. It's like, let's go. You call the Guardians. How can we get Ramirez and Bieber? <laughs> you call the White Sox. How can we get Cease? I don't, I don't want to call the Sox. You you know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but just not okay. them, okay? Okay, okay. The Sox could stay away from me. And do you still think they could make a trade, bigger, smaller signing this week? We we hinted before Thanksgiving. That's only three days away. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, Nola Nola signing today is a, is a big ball to drop. Yeah, it'll it'll create aggression. You know, I always wondered that, Matt. 
you know, as you continue to poison yourself, I've always wondered, sorry <laughs> for the, for those on audio, he's just chugging, chugging Coca-Cola in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. It's here. a Christmas Coke, by the way. Um, Santa. Uh, right. So it always makes me wonder like <laughs> the timing of this, like as a front office member, it's like, okay, Jed sees. All right. So Nola sign. Is it like one of those things where you turn around at your guys and go, Oh boy, this is happening a little bit earlier. We better get going. You know? Cause like, do you know, as an industry, as a franchise, do you know, like what if Shohei Otani's being with the Dodgers right now? Does Jed know that would Shohei come to the Cubs first and say, Hey, just now with the Dodgers, they sent me an offer. I really like you need to top it. I've always been fascinated at sure. just the, the logistics of that. And mm-hmm. I think Nola signing this morning is a little bit, I'm sure industry wide of, okay, we better go here. Yeah, no, I, I think these three days this week, it's, it's, uh it's business as u- usual. And then some, I definitely think that any time that that first big name falls, you have to be proactive. Um, but early signs point to, Sam, that the Otani camp is thoughtful. They want these meetings to be a secret. My guess would be that they're, everybody's staying in touch. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to finances, I'm sure – I shouldn't say I'm sure because, like, like we're establishing, we don't really know, but – I have to think that teams are going to get an opportunity to counter offer or or however that is. Um, And I'm not going to be surprised, by the way, if the Giants offer the most money and don't get Mm. them. Mm. Um, It's a big ballpark. You know, I think that's going to play a role with him. Um, I really believe that the part of the Cubs presentation is going to be almost like leveraging his injury. What can you do as a full-time hitter in a small park? Are we talking fifty bombs? Are we talking sixty bombs? Well, we're we're if he's healthy, um, if he's healthy, and we're not talking fifty bombs, that'd be a problem. Yeah. So he was going to hit uh, about 53, 54 last year before he got hurt in a much bigger park. Very hitter friendly. So I and I'm excited. I'm excited that the Cubs and Dodgers are front runners. Um, you know, even saying those types of things out loud publicly. I am giddy. I, I'm like a little kid right now. And uh, I just yeah. want to say again, if they sign in between eight and three, please get a sub. <laughs> so I'll be coming home. All right. Well. Coming up next, the non-tender deadline came and went. Let's talk about it. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. The Bears... We're up by 12 points with four minutes to go on Sunday and lost to the Lions. Um, the Bulls were down 22 to one on Saturday and won over the Heat, and the Blackhawks are rebuilding. But make sure to get on the action, kick, tip, or puck drop anytime. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown. FanDuel, official partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
Cody Hoyer, Brandon Hughes, and Ethan Roberts, as first heard on this very program, were all non-tendered <laughs> as the Cubs' 40-man roster now stands at 37. Adbert Alzali, Mark Leiter Jr., Nick Madrigal, Julian Merriweather, Justin Steele, and Mike Talkman will all be returning, and the Cubs will start trading figures with all those guys. One player they already locked in at 2.7 M's, Patrick Wisdom, yeah. who already signed a deal on Friday. Big moment for him and his family, and I continue to be curious uh, what role he has under new manager Craig Council. Sam, any takeaways from the non-tender deadline? Yeah, well, I was, I was talking about this with your dad last night, and it's just making me full again from that meal. So I'm trying to move on from that. That was yeah. a real experience, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I think the wisdom stuff, I, I just don't, I'm not really passionate about it one way or another. I think if he's used yeah. appropriately, you bring him in against some lefties, you bring him in against right. some non overpowering righties that don't feature a lot of things up in the zone, right? His swing path, we know this with Patrick, he, he's belt high and below. That's where he he swings and does damage. If he's used correctly, he could be an effective player. I, I think with with Wisdom and Talkman on the opening day roster, you're going to have two bench pieces that are very, very opposite, right? If you need somebody to get on base to lead off the inning, down a run or in a tie game, you go to Talkman. If you're down 5-2, bottom eight, two on, two outs, you go to Wisdom for one swing of the bat to tie it. Eventually, those guys will swing a game or two one way or another. I think those are weapons. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of the bench gets filled out, and that, of course, depends on what they do at the positions of need. Correct. Um, but like I said, and I know this, I know I'm beating a, a dead horse here, but to me, every player has a fresh, a fresh batch fresh start, of, a fresh batch of value because I think they're going to be used to the best of their abilities. And so wow. I'm excited to see what the, what what Craig Council thinks of wisdom, and and then I'll probably follow in line with with Craig because you know I, I have a lot of respect for him. So. Um, and I just want to say this publicly, you know, I don't, you know, well, I guess we're going to talk about it on the third segment, but I, I I'm just kind of tired about how, how much publicity Andy green got this weekend. Yeah. That was very strange. Yeah. You know, uh, he's not, uh, you know, he's, not, he, he, he's not Casey Stangle. So, you know, it is interesting about the bench, Sam, because there's four bench spots now with the 13 position player limit. And, you would think that Wisdom, Talkman, and Amaya already locked in. So that yeah. means there's only one spot, and it's November. Right, but that's one spot assuming we have a third baseman, assuming we have a yeah. first baseman. So, like, right now, you say, well, then that means no Magical, no Mastro. Well, if we don't fill, I don't know. If we don't fill third and Morell's not on the team, do you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. There's a lot there. but Still Talkman, a lot of guys, though. Well, Talkman better be on this. You know what I mean? Well, he better I be think. On, he better be on this team. You feel strongly about him. He's a winner. Right. Ever since his friend days. Talkman wins, and I want him on my baseball team. Okay. Did I don't he want to intercept any... the pass like by Garoppolo or something. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think he had like a game winning T D drive and then like intercepted Garoppolo or something. I read that somewhere. Yeah. Insane. No, no. I want that guy on my team. I want to go to battle with Mike Talkman. Talkman, absolutely. Not, I don't want to go to battle with some other guy. And there's some fallout across baseball from Friday's non-tender deadline as well. And uh, this could maybe be something to follow up on for Tuesday or Wednesday, Sam. Two possible targets, at least, that I have on my notepad 
who Uh-oh. are now free agents. That's going to be former Brewers Rowdy, Telez, mm. and Brandon Woodruff. So, you know, maybe Telez takes that last bench spot. No. So the, the Woodruff thing's interesting. I, I feel for him. He lost a lot of money due to his injury. But right. the whole value is, is you sign him to a deal this year so he makes some money and he doesn't pitch. And then the favor he does for you is he gives you a team option for the second year. So you get him, you get a really good pitcher on a cheap deal. Um, that's because otherwise yeah. he's, he's going to be left off a team. Is that something the Cubs are interested in doing? I'm not sure. I think the Cubs are really focused on having a big 2024 yes. and he would not be a part of that. No. Um, but that's it. And then Telez, I think that's more of an emergency thing. Okay. I, I don't really subscribe to him. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. But listen, yeah, well, I, I think he could maybe start it first for the cup. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, nah. you didn't have a one liner. Well, no, I do. I do have oh, one. Oh, it might I, be. Yeah. It's out of the box or something. It's a little too far out of the box. Right. Out so of so the box. That was, a, that was like a play out. That was like a Disney show. Out of the out box. The box. Right. Remember that? Yeah, a little bit. That yeah. was Disney, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then you like do like a little clap out right. of the box. All right, sorry. Go to the All break. Right, well, these are big shows. We really should go be to the break. Disney. Yeah, so, yeah go, to the, go to the break, please. Coming up next, two out coaches are returning to the North Side. Stay tuned. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus – our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coaching staff updates for the Cubs. According to the Chicago Sun-Times' Maddie Lee, pitching coach Tommy Hadovy and hitting coach Dustin Kelly are returning. So we'll see how the coaching staff continues to shake up, but the pitching and hitting guru seem to be uh, remaining with counsel. Yeah, and and they should. I mean, the Cubs, especially offensively, the Cubs had a great offensive year numbers-wise. And, you know, I think when you look at a guy like Dustin Kelly, you know, it's one of those jobs where you only hear about the hitting coach when the team stinks. Hmm. And, you know, Cody Bellinger had an amazing season. And Seiya Suzuki overall at the end of the year had a really good season. Like, there were some good things, obviously. And and Bellinger cited Kelly multiple times, by the way. Yeah. So I'm glad that that happened. And with Hadovy, it's interesting. It's a it's it's a mixed bag. I, I say interesting because I just that, – that's a habit. I just say interesting a I've lot. I've said that a lot this episode, too. Yeah, but I, I don't know if that's the right word. I don't really know how to judge. Hobby. You don't know if he's good or bad at his job. I think saying he'd be he's bad at his job would be would be. I'd be there'd be a reach. That'd be incorrect. Yeah. I just don't know if he's like one of those really smart pitching guru guys, or if he's just okay. Right. I mean, the steel stuff. I mean, you have to give him some credit for that. But then Tyone came in here and had the worst season of his career, so it's kind of up and down. Um, but I'm, I'm not like I'm not upset about Hadovy being back at all. Um, it just is what it is at this point. And uh, yeah, I, I'm more I, I would say more passionate about the Kelly thing. And then yeah, just real quick with Andy Green, in case anyone didn't know, they want to let you know the Cubs did not fire <laughs> Andy Green. Andy Green. Uh, they offered him a different position within the org, and he decided to take where to go. The Mets. 
the Mets. Okay, awesome. You know, thanks to Andy Green, and, uh, you know, good luck. Yeah, and uh, the also report from Bob Nightingale that John Jay, the Marlins' first base coach, interviewed to be the Cubs bench coach, but now the Cubs are going in a different direction. Perhaps Mike Napoli gets that job. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you. Is there any buzz with Napoli? Zero. So who who are the Cubs base coaches right now? Are they still the same guys or Yeah, I guess in theory, right? Willie Harris and Napoli. Napoli, yeah. But they yeah. haven't hired a bench coach yet. Not yet. Yeah, that'll be an interesting hire. Um, I think I think Harris or Napoli could be candidates, but that's just I haven't heard I, that anymore. I, I I think it'd be a mistake if Napoli wasn't in the organization. Right. I've heard from a lot of people, not just Cubs people, that that Mike Napoli is a is a forward thinker, and um, he's ascending in the business, right? And, and, and is ascending in the business, correct? Okay, you know he's one of those guys. You win a World Series in twenty four, he's your bench coach, and he goes the the Brendan Hyde, Davey Martinez mm. route and goes somewhere else. I'd like I'd like to get him there. Congratulations to former Cub bench coach Brendan Hyde on on winning Manager of the Year for Baltimore episodes today tuesday and wednesday with a thanksgiving holiday on thursday thank you so much for checking out this edition of locked on cubs you give us 20 to 30 minutes we'll give you all things cubs with a laugh or two along the way uh, Be sure to hit the subscribe on youtube and smash the like button for the algorithm shout out to the audio peeps on apple spotify sirius xm and more he's sam olber i'm matt cozy this is locked on cubs